Welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast. This podcast is hosted by me, Desiree Martins. Every week, I'm going to be showing up in your earbuds to inspire you on your YouTube journey with killer interviews with women YouTube creators, deep dives into the inner workings of how YouTube works, and discussing all the things about YouTube culture and the impact it is having on our world. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with vidIQ, where they help you maximize your videos to YouTube reach by studying titles, descriptions, tags, and playlists relevant to your subject matter, while also studying your competitors to help you know exactly what you should be doing for your YouTube growth. So if you're a female creator looking to grow your channel, level up your content, and learn from the best women creators on the platform to get you on your way to YouTube success and future-proofing your income, this is the perfect place for you. Let's do this. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Like so many other people that I am able to bring into the show, I, I found you because you showed up in my free you page on Facebook. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. I'm here for this. So thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Raven, also known as Psoriasis Barbie on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so tell us why video? So I actually posted those videos because um, for so long, I was so afraid of like, you know, the world knowing me or not even that, just my my everyday people knowing me because you think a person truly knows you, but they really don't, especially when you're not being vulnerable with them because of the stuff you want to hide because of your condition. I used to want to hide like just myself because I, I had... Um, you know, struggling with loving myself. So once I had got to that point where it was just like, you know what? I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what nobody thinks. This is going to help somebody. Nobody was able to help me. I wish I could find a YouTube video, you know, similar to mine. Every time I used to go on YouTube, I would never see, like I would Google, you know, like um, bad cases of psoriasis, nothing was nowhere ever near mine. So it was kind of just like, I couldn't find anybody. Like it was people to relate to, but not to the extreme, um, you know, that I could relate to. Yeah. So why don't you tell us about what kind of content it is that you create? (laughs) So, um, I do informational content um, and I also do scratch videos. Right now I'm branching out to do a little bit of everything because I I wouldn't call myself a comedian per se, but I do got them jokes and I'm a little funny. So, you know, I try to do a little comedy. Um, I do have my seven-year-old son in some of my videos as well. my girlfriend who is trans and we use uh, male pronouns which it would be he um he's also in my videos but um it's it's kind of like a family page a scratch page a get to know me page just all around about me and my everyday life experience with psoriasis because it's hard you know to be a mom and to be sick like life still life's still moving. Your bills still have to be paid. Um, your son, you know, kids still have to be able to go to school, especially if they're not taking a bus, you have to get up and take your child to school, you know? And I wasn't having those luxuries with my condition. So it was kind of just like hard for me all the way around. All right. So tell us about your journey with psoriasis. Like what is it that you went through that, eventually led to you wanting to share your experience so that you can help others. 
So um, I have my little shirt on. I'm trying to like chill it a little bit. <laughs> Yay! Okay. So my journey with psoriasis, I'm not even gonna lie to you, was horrible. Every time I think about it, I can pull my hair out a million times over again. Just for the simple fact of, again, it was hard. Um, my mom, she was always sick. I'm sorry, I'm outside, so you guys might hear a little horn or two. But um, my mom, she was always sick. So it was kind of just like, whether I was sick or not, I had to put my big girl shoes on because my mom's sick. And now it's just like, boom instant takeover mode and i'm not even thinking about myself i feel like i'm a selfless person i always put myself last and i feel like this year i've been saying to myself you have to put yourself first you have to put yourself first because you know when it comes down to it you you really only have yourself you know what i'm saying so i felt like for me experiencing that with my psoriasis i wanted to build a community where you know you don't have just yourself because it's very like I feel like people don't understand it's a very hard condition. I've been I worked at Kmart and I was a cashier. I had psoriasis all over my hands. They were like really bad. You know, people didn't even want to come in my line to get rung up because they thought I had something contagious or, you know, just anything, which I understand. But at the same time, it's kind of just like, you know, you don't know unless you ask. So you're still going to walk away with that mentality like, oh, she has something contagious on her, on her hands because you didn't ask me what it was. And it's just like, think about it. Use your brain. If I really was in a store and I was contagious, you really think they would be having me on register one? Register one alone that because I'm a people's person. So they made sure I was at the front of the door <laughs> to smile to customers. So it was kind of just like, you know, I have that personality, but people are still afraid of me. Why? You know, why? And it was points where I felt like I was a snake. You know how a snake like shed? I used to always tell everybody I had to like boost my own confidence up for the simple fact of I was put down, you know, not even just because of my size, because I am a plus size woman, but, you know, having a skin condition as well that was visible to the whole entire world. I went through summers with turtlenecks and long sleeves. I had a drawer bin full of a million medicines that never worked, by the way. So it's kind of just like I had to, you know, learn me and still be appreciative. I went through like mental health crisis. It was a point of time, I want to say I was like in my teen years where I dealt with wanting to kill myself. And it's a big percentage of, you know, people who have auto autoimmune disease, period. I'm not even just going to say psoriasis, period. Because autoimmune disease, depending on how extinct, you know, how bad you have it, it can be really bad for you where you can't live an everyday life. And people don't know that. They'll go like, you know, they'll compare it to stuff. And it's just like, it's no comparison when you never had that experience. You wouldn't know what it was like. Yeah, it's really, it's really unfortunate when like people let a visual thing, like a person's physical anything appearance uh birthmarks uh defectiveness skin issues loss of limb any like anything that is not quote unquote out of normal mm -hmm. just like they get this like weirdness that's about them and it causes a lot of problems as individuals like i know for me and i, I i'm as when i was growing up i've always been a heavy set woman and i was a heavy set mm -hmm. child because i just how i am this is my my genetics how i am and 
I used to get teased all the time for being heavy until I started like standing up for myself and telling people like, it doesn't matter how big I am. There's nothing to do with who I am as a person. So like back off, especially because I can like bring you doctor notes, like how healthy and fit I actually am just because I don't look like you doesn't make me different. And I think that that has happened. And I commend you for being able to overcome that and using your platform as a way to share your experience and help others who are struggling. Yes. I, you know what? And I feel like it was, like I told you, it was a big thing for me. Like I didn't have nobody to take the time and say, Oh, okay, let's go look this up. Let's go see if this is going to make you clear. Let's go do this. I spent a lot of my years in a hospital. Like I've been hospitalized for psoriasis. And when I tell people that they go, what? Oh my God, what? Because they never seen or heard, you know, of anything like that. So it's kind of just like, don't judge people. You never know what they're going through. And then it's like an aspect of dating was hard for me. It's like, I felt, I'm not, even, I hate to say this, no offense to anyone. I felt like as if, you know, like people are, oh, they can't mess with you because you have a disease or you have something that you can't, you know, um, get rid of. I felt like that, like people treated me like I was something I couldn't get rid of. And at a point it made me wanted to get rid of myself because it's just like, what? Nobody, nobody's treating me like I'm a person, but I'm a real person. So it's kind of, I struggled a lot with that, but I'm just, I feel like I'm very proud of myself and I wanted to be able to help other people because it's a lot of people who have psoriasis especially african americans they don't i'm i'm gonna be um completely transparent when my family found out i had psoriasis the first um thing they said was just like oh um we've never heard of a black person to get psoriasis i'm just like well Diseases any color people can get them, you know. <laughs> so it 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 comes to a point where you just have to like bring people back to reality. Like, wait a minute, you know I'm a person, right? So everything well, right. I'm a human. humans have skin. It's a thing that happens. Um, there's a woman I've recently connected with, um, and she's uh, her brand is called Black Girl Sunscreen, mm-hmm. and she says I can't tell you how many people are like, wait. Black people can't burn. And it's like, yes, no, you can. They have skin, therefore they can burn. It's just, it's this very, like, very weird, like, thing that people just don't think about and, you know, connect with. And, and it just, I'm sorry you had to deal with that more than anything. But like I said, you're this advocate for it, which I think is so important. Look, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but did you know that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that's why every creator truly needs to be using vidIQ to grow their YouTube channel. vidIQ's tech helps you tailor your video ideas to match what people are searching for right now on YouTube. And once you're ready to upload, well, it starts optimizing and getting you all the details that you need to make sure your videos are getting noticed. If you really wanna dive in more and get started for free, please head over to the womenofyoutube.com forward slash vidIQ to get started on this YouTube YouTube channel changing tool that is going to make things so much easier for you. All right, let's get back to it. So my question is going to be that follows this is, okay, so you went through this, you're going through this, you publicly talked about it, you've done these videos, but I want to talk about like your first videos. Why did you create those first videos? So I feel like they were more so for me and my audience. And I feel like that because they were, so 
I'm a type of person. I'm a little weird too. I feel like my subscribers got to be a little bit weird <laughs> because they're watching me fill my hair. And I always thought that was weird of me just because I would do it, you know, in the comfort of my own home. And then it got, it really was a point of me not recording myself for the video, but recording myself. Cause you know how, when you um, hit a video and you have the flash on, the flash automatically comes on. I don't know. I feel like I always do that instead of using a, my flashlight on my phone. Don't ask me why. I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. But that's how the videos like really came about. And then once I posted that one and realized like, hey, you know, I'm helping people and I can also earn income by doing this. Why not? But I feel like once um, that came to an end, like far as like I'm not, you know, y'all see me skin clear. I'm not broken out or anything. I feel like people are just like, oh, we want the the broken up psoriasis Barbie. And it's just like at this point in my life, I'm clear. You have no idea what that is for me, you know? So for people to just be like, oh, you know, you, you pretty much want to use me for a scratch video, but just like you found my page, it's plenty other people on YouTube who does that. So I just learned to, you know, deal with the audience as they come in, but I'm very, um, you know, responsive. I respond to all the comments. Um, a lot of my subscribers and fans or followers, however you want to put them there, they make sure they message me on Facebook or Instagram through email. And I always take the time to message them back because because it's just like, you know, I, I consider myself like a big sister, you know, like some, I feel like if I have the means to help someone, I can't be quiet. Like I'll literally, I want to say eavesdropping, but if I hear somebody talking about something and I have the answer to it where I can help you, I'm going to make it my business to help you. And it's just like, I can't help that. I can't, I try to turn it off all the time and I cannot help it. So I feel like that's just like my superpower. I, I help people and I can't help it. <laughs> no, I, I hear you on that. I have that exact same mentality. I want to help everyone all the time. I am a type A fixing personality and I have to sometimes even approach things like in my own marriage. I'm like, do you want me to fix this or do you need me to listen to you and support you? Because my default is like, let's fix this. Let's change the world. And that's some people aren't ready for that all the time. But you're absolutely right. So, okay. So you've, you've been creating this brand, sharing your journey as um, a, someone who's going through psoriasis and how you've overcome it and all these other really cool, fun things that you have in your life where people are more interested in who you are now versus this thing you've gone through. So tell us, how have you been able to turn this brand into a business? So I wouldn't per se, you know, I, I would say very small business. <laughs> very small business but um it definitely has impacted my life and changed me and gave me a different type of mentality um i started sos when i was probably about 16 when my psoriasis was like really taking over my life and i stopped like i just stopped i was like nobody's supporting me i can't do that i was doing youtube and everything i was like you know what nobody's doing anything it's not taking off and i let it go 
So once I started posting videos again, you know how when you um, on Facebook, they show you like your memories and stuff like that. My memories came up and it went across the screen. It was like SOS. And I'm like, oh my God, I came up with this when I was so young. So I took that same thing that I had used before and just reapplied it because I knew it was something strong. I knew it was something that people could relate to. And it wasn't just about psoriasis. It was just about saving skin in general, because it's a lot of times where, you know, people will come up to me and mistake me for a burn survivor, you know, just because the lack of knowledge or, you know, the curiosity. But um, it just made me want to have my own and have that drive. So with that being said, I now have um, merch. I now have psoriasis apparel um, on my website. Um, psoriasisbarbie.com I also um, I'm trying, I'm in the process of thinking about like starting a little support group um, I'm going to be on a television network in August but I cannot say where, when, why or who um, but that is going to be really exciting I cannot wait for that um, I just have a lot of like great amazing things coming and I just can't wait to share but i feel like with me just i just had COVID. literally um matter of fact right after the first interview i was supposed to have with you i found out i had COVID literally two days after that so it was kind of just like i'm trying to re recover i lost everything from moving from south carolina um i got sold a lemon car so i just bought a vehicle less than a year ago it's gone the engine blew while i was on the highway so i feel like i've experienced losing everything it just made me want everything even more <laughs> yeah no i can understand that i'm sorry that you had to go through that that's never easy when things happen there we've all had those situations where we've been taken advantage of or something has gone wrong and it's really derailed us right yeah so i love that what you're talking about like you have all of these little things i love that you're sort of like nursing this garden of like different business opportunities and money things that way if one dies or goes away or is having like an off season, you still have these other ones to nourish you um, financially. Yeah. And that's honestly like, that's what's so amazing about being a creator. I talk to so many people and, and I do a lot of work with our partner at IQ. I talk to a lot of people on their channel about like, I'm in this to get growth because I want to get my 4,000 hours of watch time. I want to get my thousand subscribers. I'm going to get monetized. So when I get monetized and just make all kinds of money and like, it ain't there. That ain't it. Them, it's not <laughs> it at all. Especially because like not everyone has a high CPM. Right? Yeah. I have a higher CPM because I talk about business. Like finance creators have super high CPMs. But like entertaining creators or gamers, like their CPMs are super small because it they're kind of getting the generic everyone can use it ads. Right. And so it's just one of those things. It's like that's not it. Like you can make so much money and so many opportunities if you just diversify how you make money. Cause I tell people all the time, like, look, if you want to make, if you want one stream of income, go get a job. Like that's, that's what those are for. But if you want to be a creator and nurture your finances and make more money and, and accomplish more and all of the things, multiple streams of income is where it's at. And that's what being a tr true creator actually means. Can I say something? I just want to say, because we on the topic of income, so I receive um, disability, right? I don't make that much on YouTube. My videos are amazing, but I do not get paid. Like you said, them CPMs are very low. <laughs> so with that being said, um, everybody goes, well, you can apply for SSI. You can do this and you can get this. If you have that type of mentality, 
you're going to keep that mentality. Nobody in this world can live off of nine, eight, seven hundred dollars. You know how gas prices going up? Everything is going up massively. And people run to to get government assistance. And it's kind of just like, you, you can't live off of that. You still have to have something on the side to carry you. And you might have to have five somethings on the side to carry you. Yeah, no, I, I hear that too. Like my, uh, I, my sibling is sort of in that situation because they have a lot of mental health struggles. And like, you know, in the past, like even just in this week, like this week, we filled up our gas tank on like Tuesday, and it is Friday now. And like yesterday on Thursday, gas prices went up fifty cents. Yeah, and I'm just like, how are people supposed to get to work? Like my family is in a fortunate position where we have multiple streams of income. We're doing well, and we're like, well, I guess we're not going to be doing anything for a while because I have a truck and a CRV, and like I guess we're not driving anymore. Like. Like pick up my kids from school and like that is it like maximize that drive like okay what is on the way to my kids school that i can stop and get that errand done taken care of so i'm not making all of these separate trips like even doing little things like going and doing like from we're talking side hustles even little things like going and getting things off of like facebook marketplace right like it's going to be like, how far is that? I can't go that far because it's <laughs> too much. Like I would spend more in gas and like that item I want to pick up is I might as well buy a new and have it shipped to my house on Amazon. Yeah. Like there's a lot of fundamental changes and we're heading into super weird time. Like I truly believe being a creator can recession proof your income. And yeah. now is the time to make sure you're building that foundation because the recession's coming, like it's gonna happen, and yeah. we're gonna be in this correction, and money's gonna be weird. So take control of it. Yeah. Don't rely on anybody else to help you. Yes, and listen, I don't. I started my, I started getting into YouTube. Actually, I'm not gonna say I just posted. I did just post, but I took the time to actually study. I didn't have the money to to invest in myself. So I watched as many free YouTube videos as I could to learn how to do intros, to learn how to do thumbnails, to learn how to do everything I needed to do. Even now, you know how many analytic videos I watch? It's crazy. But it's just like, if you want it, you're going to make time. Even if you don't have the money, you're going to make sure it gets done if you have that drive. And I feel like I have that drive. I'm so hungry. Like, don't, don't, <laughs> no plan intended even though i'm a big girl i'm always hungry i'm hungry for information i'm hungry for education i'm hungry for the income i'm hungry for financial stability i even want another baby i'm hungry for a lot of stuff right now but it's kind of just like if you want it you're going to make it happen and if you don't that's because you you decided to stay in your funk that's yeah. I love that you're gonna make it. You can either make it happen, or you can stay in your funk. Like, quote from. I'm sorry, I swear it's gonna be a shirt. She's gonna make it. She's gonna get. A, she's gonna go on to our merch partner with Spreadshop and make some shirts. And it's gonna say, yes. "You can make money, or you can stay in your funk." Like that's what's gonna happen. Period. <laughs> because staying in your funk not gonna make you no money. Oh, exactly. It's, I couldn't agree with you more. Make okay. and sell your merch with Spreadshop. Always free, always awesome. Why are we so awesome, you might ask? Simply sign up, upload your designs, lay out your products and shop, and we'll print and ship your order on demand 
anywhere in the world. We back our service with a 1,000% satisfaction guarantee. You can make and sell shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, totes, and even stickers. Get started today at Spreadshop.com. Always free and always awesome. Okay, so I would... Okay, so let's kind of shift gears a little bit. I'd love to talk about like a couple rapid fire questions about your creating process, what you do and things like that, just so that we can kind of get some more inspiration and learn from your lessons. So first things first, what do you film with? So oh, I left my phone in the house. I have a SE jerk third generation i'm sorry third generation but i did not have that at first i had a um it was like a hand-me-down like um iphone um the first probably like i don't know it was like a really old version but i luckily i broke it and i was able to get a new one and um i want to even say one of my subscribers sent me money to get a new one because he wanted my videos so badly to come out he sent me the money to get a new one and i was able to so i have a third generation se Love that. Okay. And what is the next um, video creator goal you are looking forward to accomplishing? So this month is Pride Month, Pride Awareness. And hey, I'm Pride. Um, also, it's my birthday month. My birthday is June 29th. I'm a cancer. I know you love us. Um, so my goal, even though today is the third, I'm behind. So forgive me but my goal is trying to post um a video every day for my you know for um the awareness of pride and also the sake of my birthday i'm about to be 28 i haven't had a birthday where i actually like you know did something and enjoyed myself so i'm kind of hoping i can do that but i'm not too hopeful just because i'm in the transition of wanting to move and things like that and buy a new car so we'll see but that's the goal i want to post the video every Every day of June. I love that. And when this video comes out, we'll go check on you. So you better get going there. <laughs> yeah. Um, who are your favorite female creators to follow? So my number one is Peach McIntyre. I live for her. When I mean she motivates me and she probably don't even know it, like she gives me life. Anytime that I'm feeling like, girl, you need to go make you some videos because you ain't making no money. Like this month and last, well, not June, but last month and the month before that, I haven't made anything off of YouTube because I haven't been consistent. I haven't been posting. And when I tell you she will scream to the death of you, consistency is key. And that it is period. If you're not, YouTube is like a job and people think that, oh no, I want to go do YouTube. It's easy. No, it's a job. Just like when you go to your job every day, if they don't see you, they're going to find another person to do that job. So if they don't see me making videos, they're going to go find somebody else to watch. And we can't have that. We need you watching me. So people just get that confused. No, it's still a job. It's just a very fun one if you really like it. But it's a job. So you have to do your job and stay consistent because if you don't, people are going to forget about you. I absolutely love that. <laughs> what is one mistake that you see content creators make that you're just like, no, do this instead? Give up. <laughs> Give up and just automatically say what you can't do. Like, I, I'm not even going to lie. When I first started, I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't edit. I can't do this. And one day, um, 
So I'm a strong believer in medical marijuana. So I do participate in the festivities. So I was just sitting regular day, um, having a little smoke session. And I'm like, you can do this. You probably can't do it as fast as them, but you can do this. And if you tell yourself you can't, then you just don't want to do it. And I'm telling this to myself. <laughs> I'm telling this to myself because I'm just like, it looks so hard. I'm just making every excuse in the book not to do it. Now, mind you, my boyfriend is a videographer. He edits. He do all of that. He had a successful YouTube and quit because of a previous relationship he was in. So at this point, I'm begging him, please, can you make him? Can you make him? And he's like, no, I'm working. I have stuff to do. So I got tired of waiting. I, nobody's not going to do it for me. And if you want it done, you have to do it yourself. So I told you, I watched a million free videos on YouTube. And then once I, you know, earned a little income, I took Peach McIntyre's class. Um, I think her name Jade, I'm not sure of her last name, but she teaches a lot about analytics and Instagram and stuff like that. I'm trying to grow my Instagram following. Sarah, is Barbie. You can go ahead and follow. Um, I'm trying to grow my Instagram. That's like my goal. And my biggest advice I can give to a creator is use other platforms to promote the other one. Okay. So if, if like my YouTube, I start off with zero subscribers. I use my Facebook, which uh, I'm well known. I don't, don't ask me why. I don't know. I'm funny. I'm a big girl. I've had the biggest boobs I've ever known since I was about like nine. They just runs in my family. So everybody for longest, nobody really like knew my name. I was just like the girl with the big boobs. Hey, there goes the girl with the big boobs. So that was me. So I'm like, I guess kind of known a little bit. So, um, Everybody on my Facebook was kind of just like sharing stuff and, you know, getting activity jumping and it caused commotion on my YouTube. Then I started making videos on TikTok. My TikToks went viral and it started sending people to my YouTube, sending people to my Facebook. Use other platforms, use other creators, not use them like that, but collab with them. Show them that you're interested, especially if they're doing something interesting or something in the same line of work as you. Like one of my friends, her YouTube is not as big as mine, but her Instagram is way bigger than mine. <laughs> like she's getting Instagram checks and I don't even know what those mean yet. But um, so use stuff like that. Like I have a collaboration coming up with her. If you have friends in the same industry, use that. If you have friends in the same industry and you want that motivation that you can't motivate yourself, like um, one of my friends I got, we both got um invitations for the Facebook bonus reel. Um, I haven't been posting, not even gonna lie to you. Me and her have been like back and forth every morning. Get up, you gotta post five videos, five reels today. I don't care how short they are, go post, you have to post. Use that friend to mo motivate each other. You need that. You always need you know, motivation, especially if you can't give it to yourself. So it's just like, have somebody push you, push each other. Or if you're not um, doing it with somebody, have, um, you can set like, you know, set, set you a reminder. I watch motivational videos every morning. I need that because sometimes I wake up automatically feeling nasty. I, I don't want to be here. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't feel good. My stomach hurt. Like, I'll just make up a lot of reasons, you know, just because I'm having a hard time in life. And it's just like, no, you can't do that. You still have stuff that needs to be done. You still have to be a mom. You still have to, you know, have income coming in. You need to pay for stuff. You need to, you're, you're looking crazy. Your hair's not done. Like, you know, stuff like that. Like, 
invest in yourself make yourself feel great like literally i was tired i hate my afro the little one i had i love my big afro before i did the big chop but i hate the little one so i right. literally got my hair done last night and not even gonna lie to you especially for this interview i didn't want to come up here looking like florida evans i did it that's just my having my hair good having my hair done makes me feel good that gives me the confidence make sure you're doing what give you the confidence that's gonna make you want to go do it even more yeah. You know how many videos I'm about to post now that I got my hair done? Just the other day, I was posting like one or two. Oh, I got my hair done. We oh, I cannot agree with you more. Like when you get your hair and your makeup done, you're like, I'm going to milk this. I'm going to get as many videos as I can done. Oh my gosh. Like for me, oh yeah. Like I have to put on makeup a lot more than desired because I talk to people a lot more than desired. But there's a lot of pajama pants in my life. And I'm like, okay, let's get this done. And people will notice, be like, oh. You look like a grown up today. You must have people were literally like, you must have recorded videos today, didn't you? I'm like, yep, sure did. <laughs> That's exactly why I, I look like I did not just like roll out of bed and like make my life happen. So I love this. Okay, so what is a final piece of advice that you have for female creators while they're on this journey? Female creators, um, stay positive. Get you a routine, something you can do every day. Write it down. It's better to look at it. I understand we have reminders on our phone and it lets us know. You know how many times I hit remind me later and don't look at it. Remind me later and don't look at it. Write stuff down. Keep posting, you know, sticky notes around your house. If you got to wake up, you need beautiful in the water, know you're beautiful. Do what makes you give you that confidence that you need. Um, like I said, collab. Um, use other platforms. Don't give up. Invest in yourself, free or not free. Take them classes. If you got the money, believe me, you're going to make it back within yourself over time. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Scaredy cats get nowhere. Okay, they don't get nowhere. The what was the what was the story about the boy who wouldn't jump off the porch because he was scared or something like that? He didn't never want to get off the porch, and one day he got off the porch and learned the sidewalk was fine, nothing was wrong. He was a regular day walking around. Don't be afraid. You be afraid, you're gonna miss the best opportunity that you ever was about to have. I love that absolutely. Well, make sure everyone goes over to our show notes over at Women of Video to get the links to Raven Sarias's Barbie accounts. We'll have them all listed over there. Remember, you and everyone listening are possibly amazing. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts.